Welcome to another edition of Not Fake News, a podcast exposing and analyzing misinformation, disinformation, and no information in the news by me, Mike T., your Ivy League conservative and former Democrat who has come to his senses. I am coming to you from great flyover country, the great Midwest. Today, we will focus on real news about our woke military. I have three stories about the U.S. military activities coming from four sources. The New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and Imprimus, a publication of Hillsdale College. Now, before I begin, let me say I am no military expert. In fact, I have never served in any branch of the armed forces. I was fortunate to have a high draft number in the Vietnam lottery, so I entered college in 1971 instead of volunteering for duty to fight Ho Chi Minh and his allies on the rice paddies in Cambodia. Vietnam War did not make a lot of sense to me then, and one of my classmates and fellow teammates at Columbia, Al Lucier, joined the Marines and gave his life for his country in 1975, when the United States disgracefully exited Vietnam. My perspective today as a senior citizen um, could only, uh, and I can only serve my country in a in battle in a very limited capacity. But my perspective today is I'm very much concerned about the readiness of our active duty forces. Why am I concerned? Three main reasons: the military is wasting precious time and resources on teaching proper pronouns, white supremacy and other forms of wokeness instead of military preparedness. Secondly, sexual assaults in the military are surging to record levels. And thirdly, the VA is now spending money and resources providing abortions. Let's talk about the rise of wokeness. The Imprimus article is entitled, The Rise of Wokeness in the Military. And it's written by Thomas Speyer, uh, spelled S-P-O-E-H-R. I think it's pronounced Speyer. He's a retired lieutenant general in the United States Army. General Speyer writes, quote, The largest threat seen by veteran soldiers in the current military is the weakening of its fabric by radical progressives or, wo- or woke policies being imposed by the very leaders charged with ensuring their readiness. Wokeness in the military is being imposed by elected and appointed leaders in the White House, Congress, and the Pentagon who have little understanding of the purpose, character, traditions, and requirements of the institution they are trying to change. The push for it didn't begin in the last two years under the Biden administration, nor will it automatically end if a non-woke administration is elected in 2024. Wokeness in the military has become ingrained. He further writes that woke 
ideology undermines military readiness in the following ways. It undermines leadership authority by introducing questions about whether promotion is based upon merit or quota requirements. It leads to military personnel serving in specialties in areas for which they are not qualified or ready. And it takes time and resources away from training activities and weapons development that contribute to readiness. General Spare also writes, wokeness in the military also affects relations between the military and society at large. It acts as a disincentive for many young Americans in terms of enlistment, and it undermines wholehearted support for the military by a significant portion of the American public at a time when it is needed most. Now, General Spare gives examples of wokeness, uh, for example, rejecting studies showing gender-integrated combat formations did not move as quickly nor shoot as accurately as all-male units, and also discarding general neutral physical fitness tests after finding that women were not scoring as highly as men on the test. There are other examples, and I urge you to read the piece by contacting Hillsdale College. It's an amazing resource for all citizens. And here's my thought. Wokeness has no place in the military. All branches must be purged of this ideology. The defense of the nation depends on it. All congressional and Senate candidates must be confronted about this issue, and I mean all of them, including Tim Ryan, the Democratic Senate for U.S. Senate in Ohio. Now let's turn to sexual assaults rising in the U.S. military. The New York Times tried to bury this story back in September 1st on page A14. But the USA Today put it on the front page of its Labor Day weekend edition with an article entitled, Military Sexual Assaults Surge. The Times article did not break down the assaults by gender, but according to USA Today, quote, a new Pentagon survey shows women in the military endured the highest level of unwanted sexual contact since the Defense Department began tracking the data 16 years ago. The Pentagon estimates that sexual assaults among female service members surged an estimated 35% from 2018 to 2021. Based upon these numbers, does anyone now believe that the progressive policy of integrating the sexes in the military is a sound strategy? enhancing military readiness. The only people that believe that are the progressive Democrats. And talk about recruitment problems. What father of any teenage girl would subject his daughter to this out-of-control environment? So what's being done about this problem? Nothing. How about abortions at the VA hospital? Finally, on September 3rd, the Wall Street Journal reports that the Department of Veteran Affairs, for the first time in its history, will provide abortion services and counseling to veterans in cases of health dangers, rape, and incest. 
The new policy will be implemented immediately. The VA services about 300,000 women of childbearing age. The VA Secretary, Dennis McDonough, I wonder if he's a Catholic, released a statement, quote, pregnant veterans and VA beneficiaries deserve to have access to world-class reproductive care when they need it most. Does this mean VA hospitals will be establishing maternity wards? That's what reproductive health care sounds like to me. According to the journal, the policy is the latest signal that the Biden administration is aiming to challenge states that have banned or heavily restricted abortions since the Supreme Court decision that overturned Roe v. Wade. The VA said that if these new VA abortion clinics face legal action in states where abortion has been outlawed, the Justice Department will step in. Here's the quote. If it ever becomes necessary, the VA will work with the DOJ to ensure the full strength of the federal government is available to defend eligible VA employees. Now, my first question is, what the hell does that mean? Is the VA asserting some kind of federal right to abortion? I thought that was outlawed by the Supreme Court decision. What will the Department of Justice do? Set up an abortion division and start filing lawsuits with taxpayer dollars? I have other questions. What is considered to be a health danger and who decides? High blood pressure? Diabetes? Skin rash? If a female veteran of childbearing age is raped, is the VA going to report this criminal act to who? Who will investigate? The FBI? And who qualifies as a victim of incest? Since we are talking about the allocation of tax dollars, when was Congress notified? And when was the congressional vote held? These news items concerning our woke military featuring the 36,000 incidents of unwanted sexual contact, the VA performing abortion, even in states where abortion is prohibited, they're all cause for concern to the citizens of this country. Please keep these issues in mind when choosing candidates in November. Until next time, this is Mike T saying thanks for listening. And remember, never take for granted the blessings of liberty established for us and our children by our great constitution. Read it, learn it, defend it against our enemies. Fake news is real. It's dangerous. It's everywhere. Stay informed, be engaged, and remember, our republic depends on you to keep it.